Good morning. My name is Rick Tolliver, and this is Freedom Road Unchained podcast. Okay, I have been sharing with you that uh, beginning today, we will actually start the book. I'm going to share the new book that is being written. It's not complete yet. Uh, The title of that book is uh, World War Us, Guardian Angels. And I believe last week, I'm pretty sure last Friday, I shared the uh, introduction to the book and gave a little bit of background information uh, regarding uh, the topic. And uh, uh, I think that uh, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, sharing sharing this book. Uh, God actually... Uh, composes the book, <laughs> and I just record it. And so, uh, but I, uh, I have the, uh, I have the right and the responsibility to contribute personally uh, to the story and the storyline and the goings on. And uh, uh, it's it's uh, not about me. It's all about the Lord Jesus Christ and what He's done for me, how He's saved me, and changed me and uh, given me purpose and hope and a destiny and a uh, it's amazing grace and I'm happy to share it. Uh, that is the least I can do is to give away what God has given to me. And I, I, I'm thankful that I, I have the fire to do it with passion and conviction. Uh, I think the gospel uh, should always be shared, delivered with passion and purpose and promise. And uh, God God guarantees a new life if we'll just surrender to him. And I talk about that a good deal in my first book, World War Me. Memoir by Rick Tolliver. That is my testimony. And that book is out there. It's available on Amazon. We also do a podcast sharing that book chapter by chapter each Tuesday morning, uh, so you might want to check it out. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It is my testimony. It's it's uh, my God story. So this book, though, getting back to business at hand here, uh, it's going to take about uh, a year for me to get this book completed, and uh, uh, God has has led me to. Go ahead and share it chapter by chapter and get some feedback from folks. I welcome comments, uh, good, bad, ugly, whichever. But I appreciate input and feedback, and you can do that right on this podcast. So uh, that's about all I've got to say, except this is very exciting. It's based on biblical uh, information regarding Guardian angels and angels in general, uh, God gives us some insight, some uh, information regarding these angels. And the primary foundational verse uh, for guardian angels is found in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, I believe. And it... uh, it asks this question and then gives the answer. The question is, uh, are not all angels, guardian angels, provided for those who will become part of the kingdom of God 
upon their acceptance of Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. So when I grasp the significance of that scripture, I understood pretty much in a moment's time that, that since the day I was born, because I was going to become ultimately a son of God, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb of Jesus Christ, and, and, uh, and, and converted from death to life, that I was going to be precious to my Lord. And because I'm uh, living in a world that is dominated and governed by the devil and his demons, uh, newborn children who will become Christians are at great risk. So God puts a guardian angel in our lives, over our lives, to protect us from spiritual spiritual warfare, spiritual attacks. And and uh, he provides he provides for us. And so I thought, wow, this is a big deal, you know? And uh, so I've written, I'm, I'm writing a book about it. And I hope that you will enjoy it as much as I am enjoying it. All right, I'm going to get right into it. Chapter one is titled The Beginning. And the scripture verse I have at the top of the page is this from Matthew chapter 18, verse 10. It says, see that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my father in heaven. God loves children. He, he adores babies and, and six-year-olds and 12-year-olds. God loves children. They have their own angels, and those angels have access to God the Father, uh, and, and God watches over these babies through the power and devotion of his angels. All right. <clears throat> Beginning with uh, the first paragraph, it says, The archangel Michael called a meeting with six devoted, powerful angels one morning in heaven. The following conversation occurred. Michael began by sharing that for the next half century or longer in human time, these angels would be assigned to Jacqueline and her children. Jacqueline's guardian angel was the stronger of the group of six angels. Her five children each had their own assigned guardian angels. The strongest of that group was assigned to the older male child, next in rank to the oldest daughter, third in rank to the second oldest daughter, the fourth in rank to the youngest son, and the fifth to the youngest daughter. One daughter of Jacqueline, Kathleen, did not survive birth and went immediately to heaven and became part of the great cloud of witnesses observing the lives of her mother and siblings from on high. She laughed, cried, deeply loved, and prayed to the Father for her family. She also prayed and wept often for her earthly father. He would struggle with his demons and addictions, driving him to intermittent insanity throughout his life. He came close to the Savior occasionally, desiring heaven, but had great trouble with the demons on earth and his final outcome was not known to his baby daughter in heaven and not to any of the family on earth. 
God protects his chosen ones from unnecessary pain in matters they have no control over. I think that's pretty, this is me interjecting at this point. I think that's pretty cool, pretty significant. I think that uh, God God told me that. And uh, if you reflect on that, his, his mercy and love uh, are boundless, and he covers all of the bases. And uh, uh, we we uh, don't need to know some things, and so he keeps uh, he keeps it simple. And uh, I I truly know this is from God. All right, continuing on with the third paragraph, it says while there were some differences in the abilities and stature of these angels, they were all magnificent and spectacular in their own right. Each of them could easily defeat the average demons, flock of demons. Actually, it's called a brood of demons and protect their loved one from most satanic attacks and activities. All would be fully committed to their assigned child of God and go to any lengths to protect them. Michael reminded them that they should should they need assistance, they were to help each other during difficult times. If the enemy launched extreme attacks, they were to signal for help from on high. The army of heaven would provide whatever backup necessary to deal with the problems. These were the guardian angels of Jacqueline and her children. Andrew was guardian to Jacqueline. He was not an archangel, but was ranked high in the general order of angels beneath the archangels. He was loved by the Father and was known for his compassion and steadfastness. He was humble, yet powerful, and given fearful respect by the enemies of God. Jacqueline and her, pardon me, Andrew would be the overseer of the crew of angels beneath the archangels assigned to Jacqueline and her children. His first allegiance would always be to his precious Jacqueline, who was his primary responsibility. However, he would assist and guide the other, the other guardian angels as needed. The father has given the angels selected to be guardians of his children unique qualities regarding devotion, love, and absolute commitment. Seth was guardian to Rick, oldest son of Jacqueline. Seth was an awesome warrior. He would need to be. Rick would be attacked many times, countless times, by the evil one and his demons and be overwhelmed by sin and the flesh. But he was chosen by God for the kingdom and for kingdom work. Seth was a perfect choice for this assignment and was sold out to being devoted to his beloved Rick. They would make a formidable team. Benjamin was guardian to Dee Dee, oldest daughter of Jacqueline. Benjamin was gifted with extreme compassion for children and God's love for the lonely and needy. While gentle by nature, he was ferocious when engaged with the enemy for the sake of the children and Dee Dee. Ephraim was guardian to KK, second oldest daughter to Jacqueline. Ephraim was also fearless and dedicated to this daughter of the king. She would be given a complex set of giftings for the Lord. Love for family would be paramount in her life while sacrificing personally to give heartily to others, to family and to many others beyond that. Her life would be personal pain, 
her life would have personal pain and loss, just as all the family members would. But Ephraim would always be there to minimize the casualties of spiritual warfare for his precious KK. Magnus was guardian to James, youngest son of Jacqueline. Magnus was given specific instructions and powers regarding protection for James, who would be called by God to preach the good news. James would surrender his life to the call to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God. Magnus was honored to be chosen for such a mission to protect one who would proclaim the gospel with fervor and anointing by the Holy Spirit. Many lost souls would be saved. Magnus was all in for the intense spiritual warfare that would be waged over the life and soul of James. Michael would send assistance often. Grindel was guardian to Elizabeth, youngest daughter of Jacqueline. Grindel was chosen for Elizabeth carefully by the father to protect her and support her throughout her life of giving, throughout her life of giving. Uh, she was blessed to adopt unloved and unwanted children. She had selfless compassion demonstrated by personal sacrifice and an unusual devotion to Jesus. Grindel was granted a special gift by the father to receive some personal insight into the heart of compassion of his precious Elizabeth. He would be allowed to share some of her joy and love for the Lord as only humans can. He would willingly run to the battle each time the enemy tried to harm his sweet Elizabeth. He was not as large as some angels, but his skills were more than adequate and his reputation to fight each battle with absolute dedication and ferocity were common knowledge to the enemy. So the stage had been set. The pairings are made. The children of God would be hurt and wounded, heartbroken and down at times, shattered and sad, but never defeated. They would each be victorious because of the love and power of Jesus Christ. They would be overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. That, ladies and gentlemen, concludes chapter one of World War Me, Guardian Angels. I, uh, I don't really want to interject too much. Uh, I, I have uh, a good deal of passion for this project. Uh, uh, the characters, this obviously is a, is a fictional work, but the characters uh, are based upon real people real relationships, real families, and uh, it's very special to me. So I thank the Lord for this opportunity, and uh, I pray that you have a, a, a blessing or two come your way from God sharing this uh, book and these stories with us. That's about all I'm going to do for today. Uh, I will be back on the air Tuesday with the uh, recording a chapter from the first book that I, I wrote, which is entitled World War Me, Memoir by Rick Tolliver. It is my testimony, the story of my life. It is a true story. Uh, and uh, 
I'm sure that it will bless your heart and perhaps the hearts of those that uh, have hurts habits and hangups and addictions and uh, a troubled life. God has the absolute key to unlock the door to bondage and keep us out of that of that prison. So uh, he's a chain breaker for sure. That's all I got for today. Be blessed and always easy does it.